Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. The meditation I want us to um, do in a moment, and it's aside from being its own thing, its own uh, escape or uh, retreat into ourselves and our minds, is going to focus on one Hebrew root. It's the root, which is the beginning of this week's Parsha by Yigash. The root is Hagasha, Mahagish. In modern Hebrew, it means to serve something. A Magash is a platter on which something is served. Um, it can also mean to approach, although um, uh, it's not used as, as commonly in modern Hebrew in that regard. And the setting in the Torah is after um, Yosef has locked away Binyamin for after after the goblet was planted in his bag on their way out of Egypt. Yehuda Judah comes close to Joseph Vayigash Yehuda uh, to make his case that Joseph, whom he doesn't know is Joseph, should be lenient with Benjamin. And it's an interesting route. It's an interesting route because there are hundreds of dialogues and encounters between people in the Torah that simply begin with Vayomer or Vayadaber, God spoke or God said, or someone spoke and someone said. And this is another engagement between two people. Why does the Torah not just begin Vayomer Yehuda? And Judah said this to Jacob, to Joseph, excuse me. Why this drawing close? Right? Did, would Joseph have not heard it had he not gotten closer? Is we really want to imagine him whispering in the ear of the king? And um, there are many possible explanations, and I want to linger on one offered by Rabino Bachia, who's a medieval Spanish commentator, who says that if you look at the way that the root Hagasha is used throughout the Tanakh, there are basically three zones where someone draws close, someone by Yigashes, uh, draws close to engage in battle in a military way to engage the enemy, draws close in judgment to look closely at a situation to figure out what's going on and to execute judgment. And then drawing close to simply to draw close, draw close for intimacy, draw close to simply be closer. Sometimes the the only uh, the only rationale, the only point of drawing close is to be closer. And pardon me, I want to highlight that last Vayigash as one thing that meditation offers as a, an escape from the other ways that we normally live our lives. We're engaged in lots of battles during the day. We have to get close to something. We're engaged in lots of judgments where we're looking closely to figure out what's wrong with something. But we don't do enough value gashing in our lives. That's just drawing close to draw close to others and to ourselves. So that's more wordy than I expected, but this is going to be a meditation inviting us to lean in and to meditate into what it means to draw close, just to draw close. With that in mind, if you haven't already to close your eyes, begin to settle yourself, kind of making it clear with every cell in your body that what you're about to do is intentional and not accidental. You're not in such a strange bodily position, which means you could have accidentally, organically ended up in this position. 
but even if you're not moving a muscle, kind of reset yourself in this pose with great intentionality. With your feet fat, flat on the floor beneath you, and your hands on your legs. Your shoulders relaxed and deep in their socket. Your spine straight and dignified and holding you up. Your brow or furrow unfurrowed. Your eyes light and easy within their sockets and you're breathing slow, deep, steady, intentional, the Havana. Using your higher level processing in your mind, if not to take over, at least to take note of that process that happens deeper and lower in your brainstem, and that is the taking in of oxygen to allow life to continue. Watch it, observe how it feels, attach your own mind to the rhythm of your breathing. And if you like, you can breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And just notice how, without even trying, you're thinking thoughts. And even by trying to not think thoughts, you think thoughts. Sam Harris describes this as a part of mindfulness that helps us realize in a paradox that we are not the thinker of our thoughts. A thought comes to mind and you're surprised that it's there. Well, if you're surprised, who sent it there? There's a process that's beyond our comprehension and our consciousness that isn't somehow disconnected from the self and part of the self. That's sending things up like the next candy in a Pez dispenser. So allow that bifurcation so that you can look at the thoughts that come up with curiosity. Hold them for a second and then release them like letting go a helium balloon. And even as I want you to try to push most thinking to the periphery, Someone or something will send another thought forward. Allow it. Don't fight it. Observe it. And release it. Allow it. Observe it. And release it. 
that neural burst, which is of course part of you, because who else could it be part of? But it's somehow not consciously formed by you. And if you get nowhere else in this meditation beyond that, that you are an incubator of a you that you're aware of and a you that you're not aware of. If you just get there, you will have achieved a certain level of mindfulness that can rearrange your reality in a lovely and humble and important way. It means that not every negative thought needs to be given so much emotional weight. And it means you can delight and surprise yourself the things that appear in your consciousness from where we don't know bubbling up from some spring of mysterious origin. Hagasha, drawing close. Drawing close not to fight. Drawing close not to assess or judge. Drawing close with no expectation. Just drawing close. As you sit in this moment of Hagashav, drawing close to a deeper core of self, And allow the images and the word agasha vayigash drawing close to light up your consciousness. What comes up? What is pushed forward and up into your consciousness from the depths? Is there a who? to whom you should be drawing close with no agenda, no goal, no expectation, a drawing close for its own sake. Is there a part of you, a body part? Or an intangible part of you to which you should be doing hagasha, just getting closer to a piece of you, a piece that has experienced some distance recently. Is there an idea that deserves hagasha from you. Just get closer. 
no prejudgment as to what that engagement will be like. You're not coming close to the idea to swat it away or judge it critically. Just live in proximity, proximity to it. Akasha. Getting closer. Hagasha. Just making smaller the gap, the distance between you and another, you and yourself, you and a notion. What might happen when that distance is forged and narrowed? What is not possible from too far away? What can be born in such an intimacy? What is being born right now as you experience a hagasha with your very self. And as you breathe, and as you sit, and as you claim these beautiful moments for yourself.
And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. <coughs> Apologize for spilling a little bit over. I'll share my screen so we can say the closing meditation blessing together and we'll go on our merry ways. We say this three times. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. I wish you all shalom and namaste. And I hope you have a wonderful day and that you find ways to draw close. See everybody. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am, Los Angeles, go to TBA. LA.org.